0: Thank you for joining the Home Church Podcast. For more information about Home Church, visit us at myhomechurch.org. The Lord is in this place. I don't know if you heard me. The Lord is in this place. leaned over to Willie about halfway through the the worship and I said if you can't preach today you can't preach (laughs) I feel the glory of God hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Lord bless you Lord Well, I just want to say before I kind of dive in, I, I'm so thankful for this body. And um, my family and I, I like to say it this way my family and I, for a long time, have been mocked by sickness and death in our family. And uh, it is so um, refreshing to be a part of a body that when we're in trouble, we could reach out to our brothers and sisters and say, will you shake heaven for us? And that thing breaks off of us. So I thank you, Um, it's an honor to run with you and to love Jesus with you. Hell is gonna be sorry that it continues to rear its head in our lives. Because although we might see sickness and disease and poverty in our lives, this is not our portion. I've resolved to believe the word of God over my circumstances. (laughs) And today I, I hope by the help of the Holy Spirit that I will put tools in your hand to wage war with the word of God in your mouth. So I entitled this message this morning, Mouths Trained for War. A couple weeks ago, November 19th, there was a tongue and interpretation, and part of it the Lord highlighted, so I just wrote it down here. He said the time of warfare is here. Wage war with your words. Wage war with the spirit of prophecy. For what I have spoken will come to pass. For I am the Lord. I'll read that again. The time of warfare is here. Wage war with your words. Wage war with the spirit of prophecy. For what I have spoken will come to pass. For I am the Lord. The spirit of prophecy is defined for us in the book of Revelation that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And the way that we wage war against things in our life that do not align with the word of God is we testify of the goodness of God, both what he's done for us and what he's done for others. We put it in our mouth. We don't just think about it. We actually let it come out of our mouth because the power of life and death is in your tongue and those who love it will eat the fruit of it let's turn there Proverbs 18 verse 21 glory to your name thank you Lord Hallelujah. This year is a, going to be about taking dominion. Yes, Lord. <clears throat> that dominion mandate that God gave Adam in the garden to be fruitful and multiply and to subdue the earth, to push back darkness. By Christ, the second Adam. That mandate has been reinstated. Religion doesn't like the message of dominion. (laughs) But we are going to be those that take dominion for the glory of God. That the Lamb of God would receive the reward of his suffering. Proverbs 18, 21 Just to put your eyes on it. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. We have to be very careful. And if you've been in any kind of setting where negativity and lies and deception and um, wrong things have been continually communicated to you, and spoken over your life, you have experienced a measure of death, a foretaste of it by the words that have been spoken over you. And not only have you experienced it if it's been spoken over you, those that speak it are those that are dead inside. But the opposite is also true, that if you put the word of God in your mouth and you speak it, Life is released. As, as, as it said of Jesus, he spoke a word. He sent his word and it healed them. We need to learn in 2024 how to put the word of God in our mouth. We need to get it into our heart so that whatever we're going through, the word of God will be the first thing out of our mouth. Not in um, fear of circumstance, but standing on the sure and firm foundation of the word of God. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. And it's time that we lift up our voice and wage war with the spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus. in 1st Timothy chapter 1 verse 18 i'm going to give you a, just two more uh, verses and then we'll keep rolling forward i also feel this morning that the lord is here in a special way to heal so just to raise your expectancy if you need anything in your body to be made whole and healed christ is present to heal today no matter what it is no matter what has been diagnosed over your life the the blood of christ speaks a better word than the word of a doctor the word of a naysayer (laughs) the blood of jesus speaks a better word over your life so just to raise expectancy as we move forward I feel like my heart is about to explode. Amen. Glory to God. First Timothy one, verse 18 and 19 says, This charge I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience. By rejecting this, some have made shipwreck of your faith, of their faith. Rather, So it's very important, especially being in a prophetic company of people, many of us have had prophecies spoken over us for our lives, and to be honest, many of us are not living in the fulfillment of those prophecies that have been spoken over us. That does not mean that the prophecy is wrong. It means that you need to continually put that prophecy back in your mouth and speak it back to God. And that's how we wage war against every intrusive thought that says that will never happen for you. We need to resolve to believe the word of the Lord. If we're going to believe that the Lord speaks, we're going to have to cherish his voice and cherish his word. That's why I love that when there's a tongue and interpretation that happens, uh, Pat and Diane, you guys are faithful to get it down on paper and record it. Because I once heard a guy said who didn't believe in the gifts of the Spirit, he said, if, if God still speaks, then you probably should be writing it down. And I said, we do write it down. <laughs> his current speaking, his word Not just the text, although this is the living word of God. He still speaks, and that word will not return void either. I've resolved to be foolish enough to believe the word of God. If he says, by his stripes I am healed, then I'm going to believe the word of God. If he says, I am the head and not the tail... If he says, I am above and not beneath, (laughs) if he says, I'm a lender and not a borrower, (laughs) I'm going to believe the word of the Lord. You say, that's not my circumstance. Forget your circumstance. Believe the word of God. All things are possible to him that believes. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith in the earth? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Joshua one eight. I believe you have it on the, the screen, potentially. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then will your way be made prosperous, and then you will have good success. Put the word of God in your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. For then your way will be made prosperous. And then you will have good success. You say, I don't have the resources to even make ends meet. Put the word of God in your mouth. For our Father owns the cattle on a thousand hills, all the silver and gold is His. That's right. I feel faith this morning. Thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord, to believe you, to believe your word. Though everything around us says the opposite, help us to believe you, Lord. You are worthy, you are trustworthy. Bless you, God. What we need to understand is we need to get out of this this mindset of religion will continue to tell you that you can't have all that's in your heart that God has put there. That maybe it's you. Maybe it's Lord, help me to communicate this. Yet sometimes it's not God's will for you to prosper. Or sometimes it's not God's will for you to be healed. Or sometimes it's not God's will for you to be set free. But that is a lie. And there's many religious people both in this city and in the cities of the world that I would hate what I just said. <laughs> but the more that I read my Bible, <laughs> the more I see <laughs> that Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. <laughs> the most of the brokenness that most of the things that we suffer is for because we are operating in lack Of some kind beloved money is not evil the love of it is but money is not every one of us needs it and God knows that there's only one thing that God says in his word to test him with he says test me in this bring the full tithe into the storehouse and watch if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour down a blessing upon you. Many of the people that turn to addiction, many of the people that turn to uh, being abusive and being okay with being abused, most of it is stemmed from a lifestyle of lack you have something in your mind that says this is how it's been and this is how it's always going to be. And the reason why sin runs rampant and brokenness runs rampant in places where where poverty and the spirit of poverty has been laid upon that city is because that spirit keeps the people weighed down, believing that there's no way out. But I have never seen the righteous forsaken or the children of God begging for bread. If you are in some kind of financial struggle right now, would you just stand up? Be bold enough to stand up that you need breakthrough in finances right now. Thank you, Lord. I was not planning on going here. Thank you, Lord. Lord, you said that you would fulfill all of our needs according to your riches and glory. Lord, in order for us to take dominion, we must become lenders and not borrowers. We thank you, Lord, that you do own the cattle on a thousand hills. Lord, in that every way, God, that our people are believing for breakthrough in finances, God, so that they could be blessed to be a blessing. God, I pray that you right now, in every person that's standing right now, and those that want to stand that can't stand, Lord, that you would come and you would pour out a financial blessing. Lord, come with breakthrough and provision and abundance, God. You did not come that we would just skate by life, that we would just make it paycheck to paycheck, stressing out, going job to job to job, our children never seeing us, and us always being in a funk in a bad mood because we're never making it through. God, you have made a way where there was no way. And Lord, you are restoring that which the enemy has stolen, even if... Even if our current financial situation is our own fault, we declare mercy, mercy, mercy in Jesus' name. Mercy triumphs over judgment. You delight in showing mercy. Your mercies are new every morning. And you delight in showing mercy. So, Lord, I thank you that each one, God, even this week, checks in the mail. I thank you for jobs. I thank you for those that have lost jobs. They'll be restored to them, God, a better job than what they had, God. Lord, I thank you that we're going to flip Mastic Beach upside down with abundance. That those that have need... Even it's said in the book of Acts, that they came together, and there was no one lacking. There was no needs among them, for they had all things in common. So I thank you, Lord, for abundance and provision for our house. In Jesus' name, if you believe it, say amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're the provider. Thank you, Lord. You can be seated. Bless you, God glory. Before we can effectively do what God has called us to do, we have to give up religious paradigms, religious understandings of who we are and what we've been created to be you've got to get a revelation of what the Bible says about those that are covenant children of God. Healing is your portion as his people. Provision is your portion as his people. Wisdom is your portion as his people. Freedom is your portion as his people. I've been, uh, before uh, my son Knox was born, I uh, committed Psalm 91 to memory, and I've just been just staying in it, just meditating on it, because to be honest, it's been hard to just having time to just sit down with the Word, so you got to get the Word in you so that when you're sitting at 3 o'clock in the morning feeding your baby, Psalm 91 can come out of your mouth, and you could just meditate on the Word of God day and night. I really encourage you this year, get the word of God in you. Get the word of God in you. Let that be your language. Let your language be word of God. (laughs) It was said of an old uh, Puritan, John Bunyan, if you were to prick him, he would bleed the Bible. When he spoke, the Bible just came out of him. That's how we must be. Thus saith the Lord, (laughs) the word of God coming out of our mouth to do warfare, to pull down every high thing, to raise every low place, to make every crooked path straight, to make every rough place smooth in Jesus' name. So you need to believe that you are a child of God. That you are not a sinner saved by grace. (laughs) You are not a worm or the scum of the earth. (laughs) You are a child of the Most High God. You are an heir with Christ. And it's time we start believing the Word of God. These are not my ideas. These are not the ideas of some faith preacher. These are not some ideas of some prosperity guy. This is the Word of the Lord. (laughs) And I've resolved to believe the word of the Lord. (laughs) There's always this religious, I don't know about you, but there's always this religious demon on my back trying to tell me that the word of the Lord for my life is not so. That the things that he's spoken to me are not going to come to pass. That maybe this sickness is my portion. Maybe just sickness in general is my portion. These whispers. Have you had these whispers in your life? That maybe just poverty is your portion. Maybe I just need to glorify God in my poverty. But we take that thought captive today. And we surrender it to the obedience of Christ. The Lord wants to train our tongues to do warfare, with declarations of truth, taking thoughts captive verbally. When someone says something to you that doesn't align with the word of God, I challenge you to say, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You are not going to speak that over my life. We need to start just being bold about this thing. We were talking with, I was talking with my family. A lot of my family was in town for, um, for Christmas, the holidays. So many people are given over to so many things and they're obsessed with it. And they're bold about it. They wear the t-shirt and it's all they talk about. But if we're gonna be the people of God, let our mouths be full of his word. It doesn't matter if we're weird. It doesn't matter if the whole world thinks we're crazy. Let's just be on fire full of the Holy Ghost. Let's just believe God. Verbally, we need to do this verbally. If someone says something over you or your children or your family or your circumstance that doesn't align with what the word of the Lord is, you say, I don't receive that or I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I will not receive that. I had someone recently say, you guys going to be in that tent forever? I said, no, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Guys, I'm just telling you, the outpouring of the Spirit, this tent's just not big enough for what's going to happen. The Lord has been faithful to provide this in the meantime, that when no one was meeting for church, we were meeting for church. That when the government said, you won't do it, we did it. This was good for the season, but he's gonna take us from glory to glory. We're just gonna need more room. (laughs) There's gonna need, we're gonna need more seats. We're gonna need more altar space for the bodies. (laughs) We're gonna need more altar space for the worship team. We're gonna need more altar space for the flags (laughs) and the dancing. (laughs) <laughs> so that no one loses their eyeball. <laughs> if you've ever uh, stood on the front row, you've been in uh, the danger zone, as they say. Praise you, God. The Lord's going to teach us to heal the sick with a word. That someone's going to reach out to you, maybe even online, or someone's going to call you, and you're just going to speak a word, and they're going to be healed. We're going to recite scripture out loud in your downtime. Instead of scrolling through social media, instead of just wasting your time, put the word of God in your mouth. So he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. <laughs> he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. <laughs> <laughs> and you just you just let it come out. This is my new language. It's called the word of God. <laughs> and it's edifying my spirit and it's believing for impossibilities. <laughs> that what the world says is impossible, I'm beginning to believe that it's possible. There's two <laughs> phrases in the scripture. With God, all things are possible and it and nothing is impossible to him that believes that is the realm in which we live in with god it's possible and with them that who believe it is possible what is that doesn't leave anything out <laughs> it says in psalm 91 i shall uh, no evil shall be allowed to befall you no plague come near your tent Every time a plague comes near my tent, I recite that scripture. Lord, you said no evil will be allowed to befall me. No evil, uh, no no plague come near my tent. Lord, you said that you will command your angels concerning me to guard me in all of my ways. That on their hands they will bear me up, lest I strike my foot against a stone. Put the word of God in your mouth. He's also going to train our tongues with self-control to remove unholy uses of our tongue. For speaking against the word of the Lord. For gossiping. For slandering. For being a naysayer. <laughs> For just being a negative Nancy. <laughs> no offense if your name is Nancy. Right here for being ungrateful, for worrying with our mouth. The Lord's going to remove that and put faith in our heart that the abundance of our heart, our mouth will speak. We will get the word of God in our mouth, faith in our hearts, and the word of God will proceed from our mouth. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We need to be people full of faith to accomplish everything that he has commanded us to do. I once heard it said, I'm still kind of processing this in my head, but I believe it to be a true statement. So process with me, have mercy. <laughs> God's word in your mouth is as powerful as God's word in God's mouth because it's God's word. It's not about the mouth it's proceeding from, it's about the mouth it first proceeded from. <laughs> This is the word of the Lord. So it's as powerful. It will never return void because it's the word of the Lord. So every time you say the word of the Lord in faith, it is as powerful as it was the first time it proceeded from the mouth of God. And we're going to do warfare in this way. I heard the Lord say while I was preparing for this, use the keys. Use the keys, and the keys in the scriptures are mentioned a few times. There's is the key of David. In Isaiah twenty-two, twenty-two? it said that the Messiah will have the key of David. In Matthew 16, 19, it says, uh, talks about the keys of the kingdom. It was on the revelation of Jesus Christ. The Jesus said, on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That I will give you the keys of the kingdom. And that whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you're loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That phrase, it could sound really confusing. And I was confused by it after until I did some research on it. What it means is that that which is legal in heaven will become the, the legal reality on the earth. Or that which is illegal in heaven will become illegal in your life and in this reality. So when you say um i loose healing in Jesus name you can do that because healing is the reality of heaven or you say i break the spirit of poverty over your life because there's no poverty there the streets are made of gold you walk upon gold <laughs> So we're going to start to use the keys. It says that Christ has the keys of death and hell. I believe actually that's part of what the key, the key of David was, uh, that the, the Messiah would have the keys. So the keys that Christ has, he's given to his church. Because we stand upon the revelation of Christ, we've been seated with Christ in heavenly places. We rule from the same place, and we take dominion from the place of being seated with Christ. Dominion hates this message. Dominion hates the message of being a co-heir with Christ. But I'm just reading the Bible. And they always claim that they love the Bible, but they do so many things contrary to the Bible. If you believe that this, the gifts of the Spirit are not for today, you don't have a Bible verse for it. So stop. <laughs> yeah, you, have, you twist and you turn verses to fit your own paradigm. I'm seeing more and more the, the offense that that is to the Lord. Quenching the spirit is a big deal. Grieving the spirit is a big deal. And to speak against the move of the spirit is a big deal. And I used to be a little bit more charitable towards it. But I just think the Lord wants us to put our foot down and say, if we're going to go for this thing, we're going to go for it. I believe the gospel has not been fully preached until there's been a demonstration of power. And that is not just the conversion of a heart. It is that, but it's more than that. It is that, but it's beyond that. It is healing in your body. It is making your mind right. It is casting out devils. It is raising the dead. There's no verse that says that that stopped. And we're going to believe the word of the Lord. And we're going to go for it. And we've seen it already. So you can't talk us out of it. Yes, right. We've seen it too many times. Yes. Let me share some, uh, some, some testimonies with you real quick. Just to stir faith. Lord, I just tie this all in together. I want to just leave some time to, to pray for the, the sick. But I want to stir some more faith. Uh, hopefully I've communicated to you uh, enough about putting um, the word of the Lord in your mouth. In Jeremiah, the last thing I'll say on it, in Jeremiah chapter 1, at the call of Jeremiah, he says, I, I've known you from your mother's womb. I've set you apart. I've consecrated you. And um, he said, I will put my word in your mouth. Or Actually, before that, Jeremiah says, Lord, I, how can this be? I'm just a youth. And the Lord corrects him and says, do not say that you are only a youth. He corrects his, his speech. He says, do not say that I am only a youth, for I have sent you. And I will put my word in your mouth. Let me turn there real quick so that I can say the last part accurately. Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over nations and over kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Now, yes, you say, you know, this is this was Jeremiah's call for Tim personally, but. Did you ever notice that we always use verse five for every single person that's ever been born that I knew you from your mother's womb, right? We say that to everyone, not just about Jeremiah. So we can take this and say, this is the word of the Lord. And because we are a prophetic people, that the church was always supposed to be a prophetic people in the culture to declare the word of the Lord. So our call, as he puts his word in our mouth, as we are set over nations and kingdoms, it is to root out. It is to pull down. It is to destroy and to throw down every high thing that exalts itself over the knowledge of God and to build and to plant the kingdom of God, to establish with the word of the Lord and with our resources what we sow money into. So shifting shift gears to make a hard right turn here. There was, uh, there was a, a scripture that had been troubling me for a long time. Um, back a few years ago when I was in California, there's a scripture that uh, Jesus is about to heal a man, and, the, and, the, and Jesus asked the man, do you want to be made whole? And I was like, Lord, why did you ask him that? He's begging. He, he clearly wants to be made whole. But I actually found that not everybody does want to be made whole, even in their body. I was ministering on the street. My wife was with me in a homeless area in Sacramento, like tents everywhere. It's not as bad as Skid Row, but it's it's pretty crazy. It's like a tent city. I'm ministering there. And we were walking up to this group of people, and this lady had a, a um, uh, hearing aid on uh, both her ears. And it was the only time before and since... <laughs> that I felt the gift of faith come upon me. (laughs) I felt like a weighted blanket dropped on me, and I was like, her ears are about to open. There's no way that they can't. Uh, Like, it was, I had so much faith, I was like, this is the gift of faith. (laughs) I've never had it since. Lord, please do it again. I believe, I just, I knew it. Like, I didn't just believe in it. I knew that it was going to happen. I walked up to her, and I started, began to talk to her. Found out she was a uh, minister's kid. Been hurt by the church. Um, just walking through a lot of brokenness. She actually didn't even live homeless in the tent city. She lived somewhere else and used to come there because they were the only people that would accept her. She would hang out there and do drugs and everything like that. And um, I walked up to her and I said, the Lord is going to heal your ears. And she said, no, 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 please don't pray for my ears because I receive a check every month for disability. And if they go away, then I won't receive the money that I need to provide for my family and for my grandchildren. I take care of all of them. And I said, but don't you believe that if God can heal your ears, that he can provide for your family? And she said, no, no, please don't pray for me. Please don't pray for me. She knew that she was going to be healed. And she said, please don't pray for me. And she said, but I do have a back problem. Would you pray for my back? We prayed for her. Instantly, her back was healed but her ears did not open. She did not want to be made well. You need to resolve today that God wants to heal you. Not only can he, but he is willing, and that he is compassionate and desires to, and that if any way your disability has made room for you monetarily and you are scared of that leaving, you have to believe that if he heals you, he will provide for you abundantly, above all we can ask, think, or imagine. <laughs> my dad, um, quite a number of years ago, uh, my dad is diabetic. We're continuing to pray for him to be healed. He went in for, um, to get his heart checked out, and uh, something insane, what was the percentage blockage was 90%, 90% blockage in his arteries. They're going to have to do surgery. And uh, he, my, my, you know, that, that can set some fear in your heart. And so he called for the elders of the church, and they anointed him with oil, and they prayed over him. The next time he went in for the pre-op to get scanned, they were blown away because not only was there no blockage from 90%, there was no blockage, but only was there no blockage. They said, your arteries are like a newborn baby. He didn't just get his arteries cleared. God gave him new ones. I'll share one more, and we'll pray. Um, my, my wife's cousin... Um, Trevor, he, in, in utero, they did some scans and they saw that his heart was upside down and two of the chambers of the heart weren't working. And, uh, you know, they're basically just saying there, there's really no chance that he'll live a good life or, or be, you know, really liable to, to live. And um, Jasmine's dad got on the phone with um, her aunt and uh called her prayed for her and he was born with his heart perfect right side up all four chambers of the heart working perfectly not only that he was an incredible athlete played football in high school and in college and he is now a youth pastor full of the holy ghost and preaches the gospel (laughs) Even, um, even if you're struggling to believe that it's God's will for your life to be healed, to break through, to have freedom, that you're just struggling with that thought. That's the, that's the, the spirit of deception, trying to keep you from what God has for you. So everyone, right now, we break every lie in Jesus' name. Every lie that we've believed in our mind that does not accord with the word of the Lord, it falls to the ground in Jesus' name right now. It falls down to never return to our mind, Lord. I thank you for a sound mind, Lord, that you have not given us a spirit of fear. Spirit of fear, go in Jesus' name right now. But you have given us love, the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you have to go and get your children, you can do that now. We bless you in Jesus' name. Go, keep the word of the Lord in your mouth throughout the week. I encourage you to begin. I'm terrible at memorizing. Or let let me say this. Let me correct that. (laughs) That's a lie. I used to be terrible at memorizing. But now I can. And you can too. Put the word of the Lord in your mouth. Let it come forth from your lips and watch it shape and shift the world around you. By the, wor- by the word of God, he created the worlds. And he wants to speak through you to shift some things in your life. In Jesus' name. The altars are open. Be with Jesus. I bless you in Jesus' name. We're so happy you could join us on the Home Church Podcast. We pray this week's message encourages you to behold the Lord Jesus and bring His kingdom wherever you go. You can visit us online at myhomechurch.org Subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on social media. If you would like to give to this ministry, text the amount to 84321. Bless you.